0: Folks, Scott with Leading Edge Archery. Going to have an interesting topic today. I want to talk about something that's polarizing, in my opinion. A lot of people don't want to talk about it and have misconceptions about it, I believe. Um, first of all, I'm over allergies. What allergies? Dude, if you're in South Texas right now, the cedar trees are out of control.
1: <clears throat> like round I, two. Was bad. I literally can't
0: breathe. <clears throat> Having babies. Bro. I always said it, A&M. Aren't they the ag school of the world and know how to like like genetically malt alter corn and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah, but I don't yeah. think
1: they can genetically alter all the cedar Let's trees. Let's kill in every Texas. cedar tree in Texas.
0: <laughs> they're they're worthless. I wouldn't complain. They do nothing. Yeah.
1: The only thing that a cedar is good for is cooking salmon, making posts. Yeah, exactly. We have metal for that. It's the last I mean.
2: thing we need in Texas is more fences.
1: <laughs> God, isn't that the dang truth? Mm. Maybe Lord I can build money. a 600-grain arrow out of it my every...
0: Yeah, no there kidding. You, know. you could.
1: Anyways, um, we're going to talk about something that...
0: And I had this epiphany because I forget where I was. Oh, I was mule deer hunting in Arizona. And I lost my cookies pretty hard. I mean, I got pretty angry. And you all are laughing at me and smiling because you know how angry I can get. It says the pot calling the kettle sure. black right across from me right here, Mr. Deaton. <laughs> so, no, we're going to talk about anger in sports. Is it really bad? Um, you know, is it, is it something that we shouldn't do? I want to talk about why I do it. I, I know why he does it. Um, you know, and it's because people always want you to suppress your anger. They want you to, to not show emotion, to hold it all in and not just in sport, but it could be in anything. I'm a pretty volatile guy at, some, at times.
2: I mean, how's that worked out for you so far?
0: Well, you know, eh, it's kept me out of jail. <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> I'm joking. <clears throat> I'm joking and half joking. Because seriously, I mean, whoever came
1: up with the thing that you can't get mad? I mean, I who who did that and why? I think it's perfectly fine to get mad to a certain point. It's yeah. just my opinion, though. Okay. Well, what is your? Well, seriously, what is it? I mean, I'm. I guess me when I when I get angry and I'm competing, I internalize a lot of stuff, right? And then I usually go into my own space and blow up on my own not around other people and stuff like that i don't know it it, i I guess it was just drilled into me over 15 years of being in the military just you know beware of your surroundings right i got little joey looking at me here i am throwing a chair cooler or something (laughs) and then he's like oh well jason did it it's cool if i do it
2: yeah don't go spinning a four ounce brass release at a nine year old yeah there
1: you (laughs) go well plus if you're Ripping your brand, I mean, here at the shop,
2: most of us wear our jerseys to shoots. You really want to represent leading edge that way. Yes, that's
1: true. But I mean, it's it's fine to, to get upset. I'm I'm all with it, you know. But to the point where you're yelling and cursing on the line, it's a little distracting. Oh, I, I'm not saying it, maybe in that regard, but yes, <clears throat> get angry, get upset. If you get if you get mad and you and and you show it, I, I to me, I think that just it lets people know it means something to you.
0: You're well, not just doing it for the hell of and it, And that's
1: the thing. I don't think people realize
0: why people get mad. Mm-hmm. And I think if they understood, they'd probably maybe not look at it as such a bad thing. Yeah. You know, it's not that I'm mad at the world. I'm not mad at you because you shot better at me. I'm not mad because you hit the 12 and I missed it. I'm not angry at that. <clears throat> it's always anger. I'm I'm always angered by myself and my lack of execution or, I don't know, I think I should be somewhere else and I'm not because... Your expectation. My expectation. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was looking for. Um, yeah. And I just, and I tend to, and I have to break things. It's just me. I like to break arrows. I'm not going to sit there and lie about it. Um, I have to physically do something to get rid of my anger or it gets really bad.
2: You should carry a pillow around the three screaming <laughs> Scream into that. Start whacking against the tree. Well, no, yeah, if he has to yeah.
1: destroy it, he's going to rip it open. <clears throat> Feathers be flying <clears throat> everywhere. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Maybe I'll just buy you a cabbage patch. You can just punch that. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We were hunting in
0: Arizona. I missed a gigantic muley. I mean, at 40-some yards. It was an absolute layup. And uh, got a case of the yips, and I could not control it, man. I ripped my hat in half, like in about two seconds. I've been told that this hard to do. I had no problem doing it. I've literally, never tried. Literally tore it in two pieces instantaneously. But I was so angry. I mean, I was, I have never been that mad in a while. I mean, to that point that I was seeing red, it was really bad. Yeah. But, I
1: could see that. But I felt better.
0: At the end of it, you know, after that and drinking some beer. <laughs> a few. <laughs> Jesse
1: I, said he got back and
2: you were just zong. Yeah,
1: I was pretty exhausted. Yeah. I needed that day. <clears throat> Yeah. We, we had an interesting conversation on our, on our chat thread. We, we all knew that he was having a bad day.
0: Oh, dude, it was terrible.
1: I mean, I don't know why, but I got a case of the yip so bad. I mean, it was bad. You yeah. got excited. No, nah, I
0: ex- I don't know what it was. I can't... You know what it was? And I've tried to do this on video before when I'm showing people how people punch a thumb button or how they punch and mm-hmm. dump a hinge. I physically can't do it. It's hilarious. What a
2: tragedy. Well, I mean,
0: <laughs> it sucks because that in that hunting environment, if you've never been desert mule deer hunting, you better know how to punch a trigger. I mean, and be really good at it because it's freaking hard. Target guys, nah. Not bring
1: I'd be golden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do not bring a handheld. Most of
0: us would be golden. That's right. Yeah. I tried to hinge. It was hilarious. And I think that's honestly, that's what I think started. I shot my hinge the first two, the first animal I shot at and I dumped it, tried to dump it and shot about 16 feet over his back. And I was like, I can't do that again. I mean, I couldn't physically do it. So I got up my thumb button, which was set up for target, which means it was stupid heavy. God, and the next year it came by, I tried to shoot it with that thumb and it was hilarious. I mean, it was bad, but <clears throat> going back to my original subject, you know, Bridger, you, Get pissed. I mean, I'll honest. get angry
2: and send some stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't
0: know. You do it because of expectation?
2: Or do you? I mean, my own expectations, I suppose.
0: And that's my point.
2: Like, you're I know not... shit should be working a certain way
0: and it doesn't. And it's right.
2: Rather frustrating.
0: Right. So you're not mad at other people. Or you're not no. mad. At, you're not an no. outcome from competitors. You're mad at yourself. I mean, yeah.
2: Myself, yeah. my equipment. Right. Probably more so myself because I know it's usually me, but. It's the first, you know, that release is the only thing in your hand. It's just <laughs> quick and easy just to send that Watch sucker it. down range.
0: Exactly. But Salt, I mean, but I saw a piece
2: of metal bouncing off the grass, ain't going to hurt nothing.
0: Right. And that's what I don't get because a lot of people look down upon that and think, man, it's just, you know, you, you don't have control or whatever. And it's more that, because I think the opposite of that, and I know some people who do this and I think that it's not healthy. You internalize it and you'd internalize it, and you internalize it, and it happens like six or seven times over the course of two or three weeks, and yep. then guess what happens? It just blows up. Yeah. I mean, either you do something really stupid, mm-hmm. you know, or, um, yeah, and it blows up like a volcano, and then you're just, you know, I don't know. I, I don't think that's healthy either. So I'm not saying it's healthy to go nuts and go crazy like <clears throat> some of us do, but also to keep it all in all the time. I just don't know how, like, Courtney— Courtney Ebers is one of our staff shooters. She's shooting women's championship or pro this year. And Courtney is the master of making a bad shot and she just doesn't let it even. She didn't even think about it. I, I don't know how she does Hey that. man, some people's
2: brains are different. Yeah. Like I you and I gotta have instant feedback of whether we're pissed or not to get it out of our out of our skull. Yeah, you're right. And other people don't have to don't have to go that route. Yeah. Which I mean, I mean, I ain't like sending my release downrange at a FIDA event or, you know, wrapping my bow around a tree, but right, right, I've been upset at 3D shoots and stuff before where I've maybe set my bow down with a little too much aggression and oh, yeah. pop, the, pop the bow pod or, you know, pull my, pull that eight or five out of a 3D target, walk around the tree and snap that bastard in half because <clears> <throat> make sure it's not going to shoot another five.
0: <laughs> Dude, I am Dude, that's Yeah, that's vintage. No, I'm serious, and that's what's and it's weird because I know people like her. I mean, and I, I shoot with Keith Schnell a lot, and he's the same way. He's another one of our guys, and he's, you know, they just don't let it affect him. I mean, you're even like that, actually, Tavansky. You know, it takes a lot to get you pissed. Yeah, When you make a bad I just shot? Just do it behind closed doors. <laughs> but do you think it's healthy? Do you ever have thought, do you ever have the volcano I, moment? I oh
2: think, yeah. I think it's every bit as healthy for him to do that as it is for us to yeah, that's true. stuff like I our said, release I've been, into the dirt. I've been
1: doing it for, for a long, long time where do it behind closed doors or yeah. do it where nobody's around. But if you know, if somebody was screwing up or stuff like that at work, you, you had to have that that yeah. instant feedback and, and get it out of your system. Right. Depending on how bad it is. But so so what do you do when you make a bad shot? I mean, how, how do you handle that? I mean, depends on what I'm doing. If I'm if I'm in a feed a tournament, I got to let that go because I got five more shots to make. Right. Once that end is done, then I'll address it and do what I got to so do. You don't even think about it. I can't. I can't. Three Ds a little bit more different because since I've started shooting, it's one shot. Yeah. You screwed I mean, up. You've got about ten minutes before your next one. So yeah,
2: I mean, it's one arrow every twenty minutes. I
1: plenty just plenty of time to stew. Yeah, just roll around and break people's ankles. Run them over. Roll
2: their toes over.
1: Dude, that's the best way to get it out of your system. Just run someone over. <clears throat> creating more parachuters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But no, I I, I think it's a good thing to let it out to a certain extent. Yeah. And, and again, just beware of your surroundings.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Sometimes, you know, you can definitely be in front of a bunch of kids, and it's probably not the, the healthiest thing in the world. I just kind of thought it was ironic. Or weird, you know, and, I, and it made me start thinking about it afterwards because everybody always looks down upon you when you're, you know, pissed, doing something that maybe that you should or shouldn't do. And I wanted, I didn't know who ever set that bar. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to talk, you know, talk about it <clears throat> because I think there's got to be some healthy sides to that as well as unhealthy.
2: Both. Well, as far as like public <clears throat> perception of it, I find it odd that, you know, in golf, one of the most viral clips ever is John Daly at, I think they're at Pebble Beach on... Can't remember what part three it was. He hits four, three or four of them in the water, and then sends that club into the ocean. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's one of the be- like most revered clips in golf. Yeah, you know, Rory did the same thing five or six years well, ago. Hit, hit a bad second shot and tossed his three iron into a lake. Yeah, and he's the number one golfer on the planet at the time. Well, and that, you know, like I mean, I'm sure people are like, "Oh yeah, this is awesome." Right, well, right they right, are right, saying right. it's awesome, yeah. but they're not being like, "Yeah, go out." go out to your local muni course and yeah, start throw your club in the lake. Well,
0: I might show my age here, but who's one of the most successful basketball coaches in the history of the sport of basketball? Oh, college his name with the chair? By, Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby, Knight. Bobby Knight was one of the most volatile, um, angry individuals on planet Earth. But, he, but in doing so, he, has, he created a, a, an environment of expectation of perfection. And I think it's why he was so dang good. I mean, the guy was an amazing coach. You <clears throat> went there, it was blood and guts. And, you know, they've done a lot of documentaries now about how, you know, in today's world, yeah, he would be in jail for child abuse. Some of the stuff course. He did. And even my father would have been. Yeah. Um, you know, because it was just a different era, era you yep. know. And we were, when, we were putting in that kind of time and effort and money into sport of any type. And we weren't, you know. Performing. Performing. Yeah, it was usually wasn't a good thing. But um, but you're right about the the, the whole John Daly thing and stuff. I mean, you see these guys, and I think they do it out of frustration because their expectation is interstellar. Yeah.
2: I I mean, and, you know, they're playing for millions of dollars, so maybe that's why it's not as widely accepted in archery because we're, you know, we're shooting for $10 at a time. Exactly. But. but, but
0: $10. In, the, in the grand scheme of things, if you look at the ratios of golf, yeah, archery, tens you're tens right.
2: of millions of dollars. We're shooting for tens of hundreds of dollars. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> well, you know, it brings me back to a, to a point that I have said for years now. Um, I think that's what's lacking in our sport, though. I think the, the, the video coverage or the drama of someone losing their mind on a range because they, they have missed an expectation is what's missing. I mean, who wants to watch a bunch of white collar guys um, ply their trade, show zero emotion? You know, at the end of the day, you don't. Okay, you get a twelve. To the common viewer, he won't know the difference between a twelve, ten, and an eight. You hit foam; to think, "Oh, he accomplishes goal." I mean, unless you know the, the ins and outs of the sport. Right. But I can damn well guarantee you, a Bridger Eaton, you know, blows a couple arrows up across the tree. Well,
2: I mean that's. <laughs> That's that'll more pers- that'll get video like personality side of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, but correct. we Yeah, wise. I rem- Hell, I remember when. Was, what year did Braden win his World Cup? I think 2012. Mm-hmm. Like they, when Braden first showed up on the Braden Galantine first showed up on the World Cup scene. Like they didn't like that he'd get excited after winning a match. Right. In a finals match, you know he. Shoot his last arrow, know that he only needs like a six or seven to win or something, come off the line, yeah, you know, screaming, throwing right. his bow up in the air or whatever. Right, right. And like everybody thought that was
1: awful. Oh, like, oh my gosh. Goodness. What,
2: what kind of etiquette is that? Exactly. What
0: an I
1: don't animal. know. I'm a,
2: I'm a competitor and I just, I won. Like, yeah. I, I just throttled somebody. <laughs> I'm happy. Like, about why that. would you not be excited about it? <clears throat> right.
1: So no, you're and, right.
2: you know, obviously the anger side of it that you brought up is the other side of that. Correct. You know those emotions are still there. It's just A different, the negative side of it, as opposed, to, agree. as opposed to the positive side yeah. of it. So,
0: well, did you get it? I mean, I always say this because I watched all the finals, you know, for years um, following Fita, and I know <clears throat> there were some posts made about you when you won Cup. Um, did you ever get any flack or feedback oh, from, from, from that negative, like yelling when, when you yelled I came so loud when you cut off the line?
2: No, I mean, I won thirty grand, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you if, if whoever
1: did give me flag didn't, so it's I, not like you're getting fined like the NFL. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's a ten dollar fine for yelling.
0: Well, in our club in uh, in Florida, I think it was in Florida at the time when you won that. We were Florida. I was here. Twenty fourteen.
1: Fourteen.
0: You're probably here. I just got here then, but the guys that I run around, with, we were talking about, we were saying stuff about it. That yeah, who is this guy? You know, getting all hyped up and but i think that's once again what's missing in our sport i think both positive and negative the positive side of winning or the negative side of <clears throat> screwing up i don't think i never get mad for losing like if i lose i don't get pissed No, i do really
2: yeah well i get pissed and I, I lose don't. and i should have won
1: yeah yeah i don't i don't go around destroying stuff or anything like that but i do get upset because i was actually just talking about this the other day with my wife i do not appreciate losing I don't go practice so I can be like, yeah, I'm gonna lose today. Right, just, It just pisses me off.
2: I, I like think it. I think there's a difference between losing and getting beat though.
0: Trump. Yes, big time. That's like I've game. lost plenty of matches. That's a good one.
2: You know, I've I've lost a lot more matches than I've gotten beat in. Yeah. Norm, you know, because, and that's what it, that's when it's frustrating the most. Now, I mean, going along with what you're saying, if you and I or me and Jason are shooting a a 50-meter match, and we both shoot 150, shoot two, shoot an X and a shoot-off arrow, and then Jason gets me by a quarter-inch to 50 meters, I still made a really good shot. Like, yeah, yeah I'm going to be disappointed I didn't win, but I'm not going to, like, throw my bow <clears throat> off a bridge.
0: So, you know, it's interesting you say that. We just hosted our big Vegas t- tournament here, and I think you made the comment in two days or three weeks or something, you made this comment that in two or three weeks I've, I've made, you've shot what? Three inside out X's and still lost, and you can't be mad about that.
2: Yeah, you made. I think that week or the (coughs) league that week, I lost league. You lost, and then Destin VV with with an inside (laughs) out, I had like three quarter shaft. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, you hope that you can toss that one down there, but if you, you know, you make a good clean shot, and it's a three quarter X. Like, what are you going to do? Shit, that's and a guy happens. Yeah,
0: he makes a seven-eighths X, and yeah, now I was surprised because you handled that very well. Um, I thought you'd be really, really pissed off, but you made a great shot. This, I, mean, yeah, I mean, it's happened Yeah. I mean, it's hard Eighth to be, of an inch
2: better. Hard to me, Matt. Oh, I did it perfect. I couldn't have done it more perfect. Or, right. Or, right. Like, I, yeah. Now, if I, you know, like donkey punched a nine, eight, <laughs> nine liner. <laughs> yeah. And Destin yeah. shot, you know, a little bit better nine or just barely squeaked a 10 on it, then I'd probably be fairly
0: upset. Right. Yeah. Cause that arrow didn't go Because where
2: was I to. I wouldn't, you know, Des not that Destin didn't win, but. Right. I lost more <clears throat> than, than so. he won because mm-hmm. you've made a
1: bad shot. Or if you're in a shot that you know you need to let down and you don't, you still send it, mm-hmm. then you're upset. Yeah,
0: I do that crap all the
1: time. So that's it happens. I think what a lot of people might be worried about or don't know is when you get pissed off and you get through that anger point, how do you come back down? Man, that's hard. And shooting. how do you handle the rest of it? I mean, you get, you get mad on, a, on, a, on your second target. You've got 18 more to go. Yeah. How do you handle that? Therein lies my biggest problem. Like, how do I recover from getting ticked off?
0: To off, bring myself back down to planet Earth, so I can still compete and perform. Well,
2: see, that's exactly. why I do get pissed off, so I can get get the emotion out of the way, and then go and to then the get the next, next target. Yeah. yeah, and then you know, instead of sitting there stewing over it for four hours, mm-hmm. right? You know, for me in, in particular, like I just got to get that, just get that shit out of the way. Yeah.
0: So let me ask you a question, though, in regard to that: Do you not think about those failures a lot? Even 10, 12, eight years after the fact? Or do you just never think about them again? Well, I mean, I still know about, <clears throat> I mean, I
2: guess I still think about them. Like I remember them, but right. I don't like, I don't come to full draw my next shoot off arrow and be like, oh <laughs> shit, man, eight years ago, I, <laughs> I did right, this. I had Rio dead to rights yeah, so yeah, 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 and I shot an eight. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I don't think about them in the moment. I remember them. Right. Because if you don't remember shit, you're not going to learn anything about it. And I think you're that's the key. And that's why him. I asked, yeah. And that's but, why I asked the question. Yeah. But I mean, I, it's not like they you ever do that my
0: dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because oh, yeah. I, I, I literally well used to joke, but I, I remember those and I never forget them. And I, they do; they pop up all the time. When especially when I'm practicing or not shooting well, I always think about that man. You just can't be an idiot and do that again. You know. So it's what drives me, I guess. And it's also a demon, and that it can be. Oh, it's a hundred percent. It's a demon that can affect your well, yeah, performance. Yeah, if it leaks into the back of your then, mind,
2: or you're a full draw, and it says, "Hey." Remember, remember this time you did that one thing that made you miss. Right, It'd be a shame if you did that again. Exactly. Well, yeah. that's the demon, <laughs> right? But that just means you're hoping that it, you don't do it again, as opposed to learning what caused you to do it in the right. first place and trick, fixing that issue. <clears throat> right.
1: So, I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do to work around that. And honestly, if you can't seem to figure it out on your own, there's a lot of help out there too. Yeah, you know, there's sports psychologists that help. We had a great one traveling with the team that helped me get rid of a lot of stuff. I think my biggest thing was, one thing that I was the most pissed off about is when I went to Mexico three years ago. I went to a gold medal match, and I knew I, I, this was mine, 100%, sitting there in the practice range, and I mean, I, was, I couldn't miss the 10. I get, over to the, uh, I get over to the medal match. My first arrow was like a six. <laughs> just, what do I do after that? Yeah. I was so angry. Oh, I bet. That it ruined everything, and, and that's where I learned how to, you know, you make a bad shot, just brush it off, Think about something else. Think about the next one. Things like that to, to overcome that. So once you get done shooting, get off the line, go scream, yeah. do whatever. But what's funny is I'm really, really good at coaching that mental stuff, but I'm horrible <coughs> at applying
0: it. Oh, no, I'm horrible. I'm telling you. But I can coach through it. I can coach anybody through it. But, um, yeah, I'm what do they say? Those that it. can't do teach. Can't, those who can't do teach. Yeah, I do not want to be that guy because I hate that crap. <laughs> <laughs> it drives me insane. But no, it's uh, I I have a bad habit of thinking about it all the time. Like I have literally probably had a dream about that stupid deer every night for the last three weeks. Every I can see that I've thought about it at the most random times because it was just, you know, it was a layup and I completely blew it, and it just and those things eat at me. But
2: well, yeah, but that's because you're thinking about the miss as opposed to thinking about why you
0: missed. Well, it's funny you You say that. About
2: why, if you figure out why you missed. Then on the next three hundred deer, you're at full draw. Right, you'll know how to not do it. Right, no, how to not have that issue.
0: And that was my point. I was, I've even though I think about it all the time, it's what drives me though, because now it's like I've been shooting more in the last two weeks than I have in God knows how long, Mm -hmm. because it's now the fuel. You know, because we have Foley coming up here pretty soon with ASA, and and I don't want to be crappy again. I mean, I was telling Jesse that. I said that was a lesson because I wasn't prepared. I hadn't shot hardly at all. Overconfident. Overconfident in my own abilities, thinking, man, I've been doing this for 30 years. I can go there shoot a bow and kill a deer. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it does not work that way. And I'm really bad about that. I'll take, you know, not shoot my bow forever and then go hit the line and expect to shoot a perfect 300. <clears throat> I know when I get pissed, shut up, Richard. <laughs>
1: I've seen that a guy, hasn't,
0: guy hasn't touched his
2: bow in six months picks yeah. up and shoots a 298 and
0: pissed. Pissed. <laughs> but but i have that expectation so yeah it's sometimes it's unfounded and stupid but at the end of the day it is so the the positive side of it for me getting angry is that i use it as fuel a hundred percent um and is what keeps me going and keeps me driving because i like you jason i cannot stand losing yeah i mean it's you are the first place loser, what they call it, you know, whatever it is, and I despise it. I mean, I think losing is, I don't, I want to qualify that. Losing is the worst thing you could
1: do if you have put in the prep work to get there, my opinion. If you don't prep and you just go out there and expect to win, then yeah, that's on you. Like Bridger said, he's
0: lost a lot of matches, but or whatever you were talking about. There's a
1: difference between losing and getting
0: beat. I've
2: lost a lot more than I've gotten beat
0: in. Correct, Mm -hmm. yes. Because if I'm at the top of my game and I know I'm doing everything right, if someone beats me, I'm good with that. That means that dude, was, it was on that particular day he was better than me, mm. and there's nothing I can do about that. I won't get angry about that. But when I throw it away and give it away, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm in a, I'm not happy. It Sucks. But I, I just wanted to talk about it because it was weird. Because there, we've got this stigma, I believe, that you know people that fly off the handle you know, are, are bad for sport. I just don't agree with that.
2: Well, and it's just a perception of passion.
0: I yeah. Guess. Yeah. That's a good word. Like
2: you said, if if you're not, I mean, if you don't get upset at all, like what's going to co- what's going to make you get excited? Mm-hmm. or You know?
0: Yeah. You don't have I, get, to, I, I don't get, care. Yeah.
2: I get upset because I, <clears throat> I care about what I'm doing and I don't want to do it the way I'm doing it. Right. You know, and just frustration builds. I come over the top a little bit every once in a while and yeah. I'm sure you're the same way. Now, obviously, everybody's brain works different. I mean, Je- you'd never see- you wouldn't know if Jesse no. shot 90Xs in Vegas or shot a 878. Right. You know, but that's how his brain works. You know, and Jason, you're sim- in a similar boat with that. Yeah, like, just-, just the way your brain works and the way you process information mm-hmm. and emotions, it's just going to be different for everybody. Now, right. again, like, I, I don't, I think it's good. I think it's great content. You watch a guy for pull an arrow and snap it over his knee <laughs> same as hucking a golf club into a lake or, yeah. well, you know yeah.
0: who's a who's a stoic competitor that just takes it in stride but it's the best at what they do that's what i've always thought about okay let's look at look at all sport who's just a really in control mild-mannered no-emotion guy who's at the top of his game try to think of one this is why i wanted to talk about this cuz i was thinking about this the other day and i could not think of anybody aaron Rodgers. No, he's a hothead. I mean, not really. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, stoic. but he's pretty, he's also pretty emotional. I mean, look at what he'd tell. He just does it through Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, but he but does mean, it after But he time. could be, he could be that guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. I was going to say Brady, but Brady I mean, gets pretty t- fired up. I'll never
2: forget Brady, his last year with the Patriots, walking over to his receivers and being like, you
1: need to run faster.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Oh, Lord, but no Gosh, seriously look, who who
0: is it? I mean it's hard to to, to name a person who is not somewhat hyper emotional you know that's, i wouldn't
2: I wouldn't even call it emotional, I'd call it passionate passionate mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's a better word, absolutely, you know we got what's going through all the sports, even baseball i mean the top guys in baseball are just extremely passionate I
2: wonder
1: if it's the stakes the stakes are much higher in those sports than they are in archery. I mean, you were saying earlier that. Call if you play you know, for millions where archer, you're not playing for that much. Yes
0: and no, because you got to look at the, but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, whether you're getting paid 30000 or 30000000 million, you're still vying for a, 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 a championship in your particular sport of choice, whether it be, you know, cricket. Ve- Vegas archery. for archers is every bit as nerve
2: wracking as the masters are. A hundred percent. <laughs> you know, so you can't duplicate that. You're on if you're in the lead and with three holds of play at the Masters, like you're you know, probably feeling like you're gonna shit your pants. Just like if you got two or three ends left in Vegas and you're clean and you're clean, and you're clean or there's two or three guys mm-hmm. left on the line in the shoot off, like you're probably it's every bit as nerve wracking or more so. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't say more so, but I mean same type of same type you of know, pressure and everything with that. So. I'd,
0: I'd say more so because you've got to make that shot three times. The golfer's got to do it once. So there's maybe well, there's not, two I mean, different not, kinds. Not really. Well, in a theory. I mean, he could be, you know, 190 yards from the green, and he's either he's going to lay it up there. I, I, or, I guarantee you would not be able <laughs> to sink that. You'd have
2: every bit of shot of sinking a six-foot putt to win the Masters as you do to shoot one more one X more to X. win Vegas.
0: Yeah, that's true. God, yeah, it's, it's, yeah you're right.
2: It's an exit twenty yards. It ain't but that no. bad. Just like a six foot putt. It's only six feet. That's <laughs> yeah,
1: right, only six feet. But if you didn't read it correctly, oh yeah, you're screwed. It's going to be yeah. But no, you're right though, Brandon. I mean, Braden. It's it could be,
0: you know, the stakes are higher. But I think in the, your individual sport of choice, the stakes are always
2: are always high if you're passionate about it. Now I would probably get a lot more excited if I won a tournament and made made thirty million, made made a hundred grand. You'd also get a lot more angry
0: if you messed up on (laughs) the
1: stupid way, like you didn't let down, right? (laughs) You just lost thirty million. Congrats.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) why would you? That bow's going to be downrange. I wouldn't be that mad now if it was thirty million to nothing, second nothing for second place. I'd probably be upset, but uh, you know, second place of the thirty million dollar tournament, you're probably still getting. (laughs) Yeah. Still get five or six. <laughs> well, you know, you up.
0: you joke, but that's probably you look at. Uh, well, golf would be a great analogy to archery, though, because you look at some of the greatest competitors out there. I mean, Jack Nicklaus is unemotional; didn't really, not a lot of emotion on that guy. I mean, he was pretty stoic. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, there's obviously he an advantage, he was an advantage in a sport like archery or golf or something where it's an individual sport where it's as much brain. Yeah, where <laughs> a lot of your a lot of your competition is yourself. Like being able to be a little bit more level-headed is going to be advantageous for some people and for most people. But, I don't know, as long as you can process that anger and get it out You're right. and be able to come back down to zero quick enough. like Right.
1: And I think yeah. that's the key. I think, yeah. It's, it's a big difference in individual sports versus team sports. You get angry in football, you just go take it out on the other guy. Well, yeah, that's
2: a, <laughs> and that's the other thing is, you know, you know they're you know, everybody makes comparison to, you know, this sport to archery. But I always compare golf because that's the only other individual sport where your head game matters as much as it does in archery. Mm-hmm. Now, football, yeah, especially, you know, if you're on defense or an offensive lineman, like you just get pissed <laughs> off, flatten the, guy, gonna... flatten the guy in front of you. And when yeah. he's done, they can go and flatten another guy until the whistle blows. Yeah. You know, you can kind of get that anger out in a little bit different avenue. Right. But mm-hmm. – uh and, you know, in archery, especially, you know, especially, or in our sport, especially when we have to control our body the way that we do in a precise manner, like getting angry to the point where you're shaking is usually not very advantageous.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and, and <clears throat> people don't realize how much golf does coincide with archery. You know, those two sports are similar in the sense that you know repeatability on the shot for archery, repeatability in the swing for golf has to be. Perfect to hit the same golf shot over and over and over again. You know, letting the club head do the mm-hmm. math for you, and but the swing's got to be the same. I mean, for the for the for the most part, Archery's the same way.
2: And I was wondering if the personalities that different sports tend to bring in would play a factor
0: in it. Oh yeah, without so, a doubt.
1: but yeah, that makes golf that much better of an analogy because I feel like the people that you get in golf are going to be very similar to the kinds that you get in archery.
0: Uh, I think so, without a doubt. We're a bunch of nerds in archery. Bridger said that
2: forever. <laughs> I mean, I mean golfers golfers are just a bunch of degenerate gamblers. Yeah, <laughs> we like to. Date, I mean, right? we're not that much different. We our biggest tournaments in Vegas, so I guess you yeah. could say we're more similar than not. This is true. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think it's just a little bit more difficult for archery uh, for you to get angry, express that emotion, especially if you're a person like me that I don't like to show it to to a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. I, I think 3D is a perfect place for it because you're out in the woods. You know, you're in a small group to wander around a little bit but when you're in an indoor tournament you're all oh, bunched God, up yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst or when you're at a usa archery tournament you're all bunched up on the line it's, it's a little bit harder yeah to Do express people, that but what,
0: what's what's the anger management like in a in the pro circuit on in 3d is it pretty tough uh i mean
2: it ain't bad. I, I mean are right? the
0: guys do you guys some guys out there who are getting really hot? I
2: mean, you'll hear you'll hear an F bomb down from the other end of the range every once in a while, but yeah. it's usually pretty pretty low key. Pretty low key. Gotcha. I'm just hear an curious. arrow pop from three or four lanes over <laughs> every now and again. But beyond that, yeah. you know
0: You know, people don't realize that I break arrows too for that reason. It's not it sometimes it's valid. Like I you know, I'm only pop an eight with it and then I'll shoot a you know, a twelve and on an easy target and it's not there where it's supposed to be. Sometimes we always say it. You can spin test twelve arrows, and if you get one that's not spinning right, what do you do with it? You break it over your knee. It's either
2: the it's either the junk arrow, or you figure out where it hits when you're out on twenty yard target. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's going to get smoked anyway. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's sometimes it's valid in that point because I do, and I love to. I'll, I'll break the shafts. It's awesome. Yeah, I,
1: you know, I tried doing that the other day, and uh, it didn't work out. Oh, you want can't of, get yeah. the proper, like, no. you got to swing
2: down with the arms and yeah. up with up the with knee the at knee. the same time. I
1: tried doing the second part. It just didn't work. <laughs> it didn't
2: work on you. <laughs> well, and if you just take a carbon arrow and snap it, mm-hmm. fun fact, it breaks into three pieces, mm-hmm. which, you know, you never know where that third one goes. I've had more of those, like that middle section yeah. of arrows when I snap it. Yeah. I just grab it and try and touch the ends together and pop yeah. it. I'm pretty sure that middle section just disintegrates.
0: Yeah. And see that. Because you'll be
2: holding, you'll have a 26-inch arrow, and you'll be holding two six-inch pieces of carbon.
0: And you're like, I'm try oh, that where'd the other oh, no, it worked. And a half go? Yeah. I'll tell you one thing, don't do it. I did it last year. I think it was at State or something. I can't remember. But I got so mad. I was walking back. You know how you get the arrow, and you're kind of in your hand, and you're just mm-hmm. swinging it back and forth because you're so mad. And I got ticked and slammed it against my knee. And It broke. It hurt like
1: hell. Oh, I'm sure. I literally slapped it right against my knee as hard as I could, and it broke, but yeah, it hurt. But see, that was a prime example of me getting <laughs> extremely pissed off behind closed doors. I was in my garage, set up a target, just got done finishing my arrows, the bow, finally got it all set up, super excited. I, I, remember, I remember this. Yeah. So I go to shoot the target, and this was me being a complete dumbass. <laughs> Didn't check my sight that I still had it set for 60 yards, and I punched a hole in a brand new house in the garage. Now this house is what, 60 days old? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Now, I wasn't terribly pissed off about the hole in the wall. I was pissed off about everything else that happened and the fact that I lost a point that I had just gotten. Yeah, And I hate having an incomplete set, which is another OCD thing, but I got so pissed off in the garage that I was yelling Rolled over to the target, yanked that arrow out of the wall, and I tried to snap it over my knee like four times. It didn't break, so I started punching the arrow. Oh, then he got mad. <laughs> then I then I sat there and I was like, I think I just broke my damn hand. Like this just turned out worse. You
2: just spike it in the concrete, yeah.
1: Man. Then- oh, against your chair, man. Put it against the wheel. It's
0: done. Oh, I, I found a better way to do it. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And people don't realize there's points right now.
1: And the reason he's mad about the points, you can't get points right now in
2: no. this sport. Points components, components for any
1: arrow. Any arrow. Good just, luck. I was just pissed off because it was the second time I had done it. Yeah, you've done week. it twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's putting two holes in his house, folks. One in, in a
0: generator. And yeah. Hit a generator, One, in a which wall. is funnier.
1: <laughs> Idiot. Yeah, but you have the perfect scenario to break arrows with your chair. I don't know, dude. I, I, I ran over an X10 one time, and it just... Bent in half, mm-hmm. pulled it out, shot it. It was straight. No like this, it, it doesn't break them. Wow. It almost broke the spokes, actually. You can find a way. I will. I will. That but, is for dang sure. But yeah, I, you know, getting it all out and feeling better afterwards. I think, I think it's all healthy for people to do it. You just got to be sure your mental game's on point well, yeah, so you can you bring just, it back down. Yeah.
2: You just got to know how, the way your brain works. I mean, for me, it's borderline therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Oh, for me, I've, 100%. I've, I've told this story yeah. to you guys many times. I haven't really said it, told a bunch of people, but right before I got, yeah, I'm about to. Right before, I think it was 17, the World Cup in Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. I was shooting a bow and just, I mean, I just could not get it to work, and it finally got to the point where I'm like, you know what, If this thing, if that thing, if this, that, and everything else, and I... Took that boat and just tomahawked it over my head. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> Busted every single thing on there. Went downstairs into the basement, pulled the rest off it, put it on a C four, bolted everything together. Went to the World Cup in Salt Lake and Didn't got one. fourth or oh, got third place. Got third. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> I mean, literally, like the day before I left, I did yeah. that. I just and a lot of that, you know, you talk go back to expectations and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I. I expect to shoot well because I'm a professional archer, and I know what the hell i'm doing, right. and you're not right you know sometimes you just got to get it out
0: you do well, and you know, it's funny because you could have took taken so here's the, the converse to that is that some people would have taken that bow, shot it, you know, and finished eighteenth or twentieth place, and beat their head up against the wall trying to figure out what happened instead of i don't know and i'm like like I said I'm just trying to to un, you know to try to talk about the converse of that because you were you got angry enough to say this is bull crap. I'm just going to get rid of this thing and make it unshootable by launching it so that I can't go back to it ever again and go set up that, another That bow.
2: definitely was not the thought process <laughs> going through my head at that time. Well, it just so happened to work out that way. <laughs> <laughs> it was try- just one big long f bomb for about 5 minutes <sighs> yeah, as I you toss that thing across the yard back and forth.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I've done similar. I'm not going to okay. talk about them. Don't, don't yeah. sit
1: there and waste your time on it.
0: <laughs> no, and that's the thing. I mean, he figured out that this is, yeah, this is not going to work. This ain't going to do it. No, ain't going to happen. And sometimes you got to do that. So, yeah, but it's, uh, I, I, like I said, I think you got to make sure and watch your environment. The first one thing that I'm tr- I'm getting better at is knowing the environment, so I don't, you know. And, uh, you know, talking about getting angry, too. I'll get angry, really angry, and then within literally five minutes, I'm fine. Usually. I'm I'm over it. Get it out. Scream, yell, whatever it is, and then like I can yeah, be your best yeah, it's
2: that. just a steam valve. You it just is. gotta pop it open a little bit, let the pressure out. Exactly. Then you're back to normal.
0: You know, some people though, and I, I ain't gonna lie, I've lost friendships because of it. Um, because they and how Cody Wells, one of my best friends, I've done it to him on how many times. Um, but he's like my brother, so you know, your family, your mm. brother, you're going to blow up on a hell of a lot easier than you will a friend or a constituent, you know, that you just met but me and Cody have had some knockdown drag outs and he even said it here. His last, he just came by last week and he was talking to somebody about it. He's like, yeah, I can never figure out Hamlin. You know, he can blow up and just completely lose his mind on you. And then five minutes later, he's hugging you and kissing you and saying, you're, you're, you know, just completely over it because this is the way I, I'm wired that way. I just don't mm-hmm. care. Nothing's that important. I just needed to get everything out. That you're one you're time. a small
2: guy. You can't store uh-huh. a lot of emotion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's it. <laughs> and see, I'm, that's why I like to do it, but I like to do it away from people, because so you don't have any collateral damage. Exactly, because yeah, what I, I what I say, what I do, and stuff like that, it might affect somebody. That hey, when I come back down five minutes later and I'm happy, that person probably hates me. Yeah, because I just
2: well, God, that Jason guy's a psycho.
1: But you think about it. Look at look at you know
0: you were, called me a dick. You were in the military, and could you? I mean, I'm, I imagine this happens.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You get a guy in your unit who's a complete psycho, and he loses his mind. Would you not trust him or not cover for him or him cover for you and in a state of war if you guys got into a hot you know a hot theater and were out there shooting bullets and stuff
1: you yeah know what I'm saying, just you take those people and you, you kind of coach them, yeah, you kind of show them sometimes if I mean they, they learn the hard way too because if it's a younger guy and blows up on me he's going to have a hell of a bad day oh yeah, yeah, um, you going abuse him correct but <laughs> but
0: in, but if you got into a firefight and stuff
1: yeah you're not going to any, be any less Apt to to take Correct. care of him I'm, or him take care yeah. of you in
0: that scenario, and
1: that's that's just the way it is. But. Yeah,
0: I think guys are just wired different from like for women especially. I mean, v- you rarely ever see a woman have a psycho breakdown. I can't think of hardly anybody who's that crazy. You know, guys tennis, are... maybe. Yeah, yeah.
2: I've seen a couple tennis rackets.
0: Like, yeah. yeah, Serena, Serena and Williams, and... Williams has definitely bashed a few here and there. That's for sure. I think that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> But it's really a sport that most sports, women have usually really good control. So I always say
1: they're... They didn't have the...
0: God, no, I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm not going to say that.
1: Chauvinistic Hamlin. Um, they just handle things differently. They do. Probably better than, yeah. than guys do. I mean, you're just built around emotions. Well, even
0: as a, from a coaching perspective, like if you coach a female, she'll get really good. She'll get good faster than a dude. But over the long haul, the guy will catch her. And like, you want to call that physical superiority whatever because we're guys i don't know they just it's it all evens out kind of at the end kind of but um no just wanted to talk about that a little bit hey we got tournament season coming up um so we wound down the asa excuse me the indoor season is kind of wound down for the most part until indoor nationals and no one knows why they do that in march in the middle of march but hey that's the nfaa for you um
2: at least it's in back it's back in Louisville. Is it a First time more? since 2015 maybe?
0: Really? 15 are you are you going to go to that? Mm-hmm. You will.
2: Yeah. I'll go. I'll go I'll go party in Louisville for now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, shooting five spot. Oh my gosh. But that, um, that
2: tournament is just
0: torture. Oh, it's torture. Man. It's mind numbing. Well, see, I shot twice and I'll never do it again.
2: See, and maybe I like it because that's the first national tournament I won and the first shoot I've ever made, so I don't mind really? it. Okay, but like I also like monotonous, mind-numbing shit, <laughs> which is like that's why I like building string because I just stand behind a jig and wrap a string, you know, yeah. wrap wrap material for two hours and it's just doing the same thing over and over again. And so maybe that's why is. I excel at it <laughs> because Jeez. that's exactly what five spot is, except yeah. in, instead of two
0: hours, it's like six six hours. hours. And what, what? One hundred and eighty arrows. System, 100 you know, I mean, well, one
2: hundred and forty arrows on an official face, including practice. Right. So one hundred and twenty scoring arrows. But it's so odd to me that like so many guys make that shoot off more so than Vegas, and it's obviously because of nerves. And you know, oh, yeah. Vegas is Vegas. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's got thirty extra scoring arrows on the same size ring. Yeah, the X ring on a. Five spot is the same size, exact same size as a ten on a Vegas face. We're shooting two more arrows per end, thirty extra scoring arrows, and I think the last time I made the shoot off there, there was like twenty four of us. Do you think it's color? I don't know. That target is easier for me to aim at, Mm -hmm. but I I don't know. And also, I think there's
0: there's got to be a mind game there to a degree that you know that if as long as you're in the white, you still get the maximum points, even though you're not going to make the shoot off.
2: I mean, not no. So, so it's not I, nine, I, you don't I even have, think about the way. I would be every bit as disappointed shooting a 600 with 119 as I would shooting a 599 with 119. Gotcha. doesn't matter. Right. Because you've got to be perfect. Pro division, any, anything but a 10 ring in Vegas or an X ring in Louisville. Is losing. Or, you know, a baby 10 shooting USA stuff yeah. is no bueno. Right.
0: So it brings me to a good point. I think USA Archery's got, I think they got it figured out personally. I think they need to go to Baby 10's in Vegas. Wouldn't it help get everything done quickly? Well, then your whole show, you wouldn't have a show. Yeah, you're right. No shoot-off. There'd be
2: no shoot-off. You'd have no product to sell no as a corporation other than like, hey, we give a bunch of money to one guy, he's get it slinging, slinging a stick.
0: Gotcha. Okay, so let's go down that rabbit hole a little bit, though. But I agree with you, because there wouldn't be a show. But also, the... The requirement to be perfect in that tournament is somewhat overbearing. It's mind-numbing to my mind, to for me. I mean, because you you know
1: this. I mean, yes. And you no.
0: miss one, not one. I if mean, you miss two, you miss two, you You're practicing. You it's really expensive. I've
2: practice. always said, like, let's just make it a thirty-arrow <clears throat> day max. Mm-hmm. Once you miss your second one, like, just pack your shit and go home. go home. Yeah. They make they make every, they make half the field go home at a golf tournament after the Friday's round. Right. Yeah, right. Like you just do thirty arrows max a day. Pick you know you get your shooting time thirty arrows max. Yeah, and I mean you I mean it's damn near a hit miss tournament anyways. At it this is point yeah. But, You know do your thirty arrow max a day. Once you miss two, then you know yeah. go to go to the bar, go to the slots, go to the dispenser, yeah, Do whatever, whatever you, you want do. to do,
0: and yeah. you know. Because you are. You're shooting very expensive practice after that, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Well, I mean, I missed
2: two the first day, and I couldn't. Other than, I guess, the second day, they still had the $10,000 deal.
0: Right, right. Just, so there was another thing you could shoot for if you. But, if I mean, pleased. really, once
2: you miss once you miss more than one, and even even missing one because your chances of making that lucky dog, I mean, there's, how many guys made the lucky dog shoot this year? I don't there's know. They're going to ask
0: you. There were 30? I don't know. It was a lot. I can look no, that up, kidding. but there was a lot. There's always a lot. So how I mean, many guys 99. were in the shoot off? Uh, like 15, 18? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, I actually don't don't remember at all. I guess that's a big thing too, is it? Well, I guess those numbers are good. 15, to 18 guys out of probably it's watch. controllable. It's controllable. I just don't like the the. You know, I've even said even in 3D, mm-hmm. I think 3D needs to go to 60 yards. I think that that's. I think these guys shooting damn near and everything, they're cleaning the bonus rings except with the exception of maybe five or six targets. I don't care what anybody says. That's too
1: easy. Of course. Well, just make it to where there's no target anywhere closer than 40 yards.
0: You know, you say that, but I would bet, and Bridger, I don't know if he'll agree or disagree, but I know for me, I miss the close ones. The the the, the, the You know, oh, I-, I, I mean, do the majority of the pros miss the closer ones or are they missing the bombs? It's
2: usually the longer
0: ones. Now, I'll
2: say that, you know, shooting a known 50, I thought all last year we shot pretty competitive courses. Yeah.
0: Okay, so not competitive courses as much, but I mean, but the scores, you know, they were outrageous last year. Well,
2: yeah, we're all getting really good at it. (laughs)
0: Like, sorry, we're better
2: than you. Like, I don't know (laughs) know that.
0: (laughs) But, I mean, don't you think there should be some parity in the sense, because let's be honest, you're shooting the perfect scores at 300, and these guys are shooting almost perfect bonus scores so agreed you're
2: oh, as far as like on a 3d course on a 3d she course hit, oh I, mean, she, she, I know perkins shot yeah, 200, miss 200 for? is not a per, like shooting didn't or 200 it, i mean yeah 300 200 not. ain't a clean score i mean we're no it's every not. time we shoot it's we're going for i mean 20 up really on the first days you're that's half yeah you you're hitting half and with no weights if you can sit somewhere 20 or better usually you're in a good position for day two now I mean, if you'd finish lower than that, hopefully it's only, you know, one or two 12s. And if you'd finish way lower than that, hopefully you're like at the very top of the re-up list right. so that you can at least get your entry fee back. Right. <laughs> on the second right, day. Right, right, right. But I don't know. I guess I wouldn't really say that there needs to be more parity because there usually is fairly decent parity. I mean, there's always your mainstay guys. Perkins makes a lot of shoot downs. Kyle makes a lot of shoot downs. Yeah. Um, but beyond, you know, th- two or three guys. Yeah,
0: there's parody. There's quite even a bit win- And even the winning, there's a lot of parody now. I mean, I
2: I know I mean, won Jeff won
0: two last year, but...
2: Jeff Rainey won the Classic and like the little Lancaster Pick Your Pro deal. Yeah. Like not a single person picked Jeff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, right. Like that's parody. Yeah, Like
2: a guy that nobody thought was going to win literally won the whole
0: thing. Yeah. Like... So you don't think there's going to need to go to like 60 yards or 55?
2: No. I think there's different venues for that. Gotcha. Like I, I, I love the OPA style course. I right. think that's a fantastic style concept, course because plus two. I mean, you, you as a to me, anyways. If I'm an organizer, like I want these guys to hit hit the target and hit the twelve ring, so they can they can shoot higher scores. So I got something. I got a better product to sell from a broadcasting standpoint because who wants to go watch if you went and watch a golf tournament and Nobody hit a green in regulation, or no, there was zero chance of ever hitting an ace. Like, why? Where's the fun in watching that? There's zero excitement
0: in that because that's that's the holy grail of golf. Mm-hmm. The whole there's
2: life. there's no excitement in that. Now, if I put every yard, every target at 65 yards, like Levi and you know Levi and Dan and Justin Hannah and Kyle and all these other guys, they ain't gonna be swinging at 14s. Right. All they're gonna do is shoot at center tens. They're gonna play. Then you're going right back to what we're doing in indoors and playing to not miss. That's the beauty in my mind of the 3D game because there is a risk reward side of it to where you're not just playing to not miss.
0: Should should they put 14s back and play like they used to do back in the 80s? No, no way. (laughs) Probably not. How come?
1: Uh,
2: I mean everybody's gonna gun out of, and especially in the known division, you get below hell. I'd even say at this point 40 yards, and there's gonna be somebody hammering them. Smoking a 14. Yeah. Now that would cause, you know, a lack in parity from what we have now. Cause the guys that are good at aiming off, aiming off a sunspot or something like that, or don't have another arrow, or say you and I are shooting together. Yeah. You hit one, you hit just below it. And now I got the perfect mark to aim off of. Right. 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 So, and with only, yeah, with only 12s, like you still have to be a proficient shooter. You know, if you were to shoot an eight and you want to get back up, you know, say first target out of the gate, you're two down, shoot an eight, now you need two twelves to get back into the positive side where correct. You know, so it you still have to be a better shooter in order to advance and, you know, be able to place well. So the shooting side of it is still there. Uh plus the risk reward side of it, which is I think that part of it is fun in the in the known division stuff. Right. I agree. Yeah. So I I would say there doesn't need to be doesn't need to be that just like I think when NFA went to the six or went to the X's six for field Mm -hmm. that opened up that opened everything up like crazy and there was a lot of guys that were against it because when Fita did that when World Archery put the X's six in their Fita field event like I remember talking to Kevin Wilkie who's a big field shooter he. He's like, man, all it did was just spread everybody out. It took the guys that were winning and put them 10 Way miles ahead. right. And that's what they were all worried, and put the guys that were always middle of the pack and put, pushed them yeah. farther down. And that's what everybody was worried was going to happen in the pro. But you got to think, eight, for eight years in a row, Jesse won that tournament, mm-hmm. you know, when we had regular scoring. Mm-hmm. And Jesse's won one time right. since then. Since then. And it's been a different winner every year. Yeah. So tell me that's not parody. That's parody. Yeah, without a doubt.
0: Well, that's what, and I think that's what's part of the kind of the, and I hate to say it, but you know, we had this discussion. I think I forget who it was, but we were talking about it the other day. Um, oh, um, Erin McGlattery. She happened. She's a woman's pro archer who stopped by the shop and spent three or four days down here. And we had the discussion about the unknown division, and mm-hmm. it stinks because there are four out of the five positions are they're a given, pretty much. Week in, week out, and that's in both women and men. Um, you literally have the same guys in the shoot-off. I mean, it's, it's almost making the, the qualifying rounds, I mean, you don't even have to have them, I mean, theoretically. There are, there are literally three to four guys and three to four girls in every single shoot-down, every single year, without fail. I mean, we can get into this if you want,
2: <coughs> but a lot of that, too, at least in the women's side, is depth of field.
0: Agreed. But they're both there's that way, though. Now, there's 70
2: plus that shoot in every damn near every single uh, pro am in the known pro. And, the and you know, I guess we had just started the women's zone 50 last year, but in the known pro, there's at least 60, somewhere between 60 and 90 guys that shoot every single event. There's and 30 there's, guys. There's
0: normally about 120 per event total. Those events are huge. In known. Mm-hmm. The they're first big. year we,
2: I remember the first year I shot, or the first year they had the known pro. The first two tournaments
0: I shot was six people on my target.
2: Yeah, exactly. The men's men's open,
0: the unknown, there's 30 there, or 40 Twenty. Guys. I was going to say 26, I think, has been the average now the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's the 30. women's is like 12. 14. Yeah, I was going to say 12 to 14. 12 to 15,
2: 12 to yep. 14, yep. Yeah, and like I, that. And I never
0: understood that. So from a manufacturer's perspective, where, where is your constituency at? It's definitely not an unknown. And they keep supporting it dollars-wise. Prestige-wise, and I'm not knocking Levi and Danny and those guys. They're amazing. I mean, they
2: they hold. They, they have a skill that I do not. Exactly, it's cool to see, <laughs> right? Because I step up to hell, dude. I I missed that target in at OPA. I looked up at that wolf and was like, forty-nine yards. <laughs> yeah Oh yeah, that makes sense. That sucker was like sixty-seven <laughs> yards. <laughs> And that never came in my brain be like, oh, wow, it sure looks a lot farther than that. Right. I looked at it and went, oh, oh, yeah, oh that's 49, good. that's what my notes say, and yeah. I spun it right to it. <laughs> Shot like two feet short of that damn thing.
0: Yeah, that is a skill So set it, is is, a, yeah, it is, yeah, it's a skill
2: that I, you know, that I do not have and a lot of people don't have. Well, some at the, guys time. In the Some guys that shoot in the pro division don't have it. You know, so to have that is cool to see, but yes, from a... You know, from a who's where standpoint, yeah, there's a hell of a lot more guys that shoot down.
0: Well, and that's the thing. So you mentioned about that that skill set. and <laughs> This is what I... So we have one of our girls, Kenna, was thinking about one unknown women's pro. And what I was trying to explain to her, you've got, you know, between Sharon and Kara, Kaylee Johnson, um, those just... And and Emily. And Emily's kind of... Believe it or not, Emily's a... What I call a... She's an... Ad, not adolescent, but she's a, a a high schooler in that. Meaning that between Sharon, Karen, Kara, uh, um, and Kaylee, they've got a 15 to 20-year head start on judging. Mm-hmm. For so, and then I think Emily now is probably, what, got about eight to 10 oh, years. She's only won
2: like four tournaments.
0: But she's so won, won a lot. Yeah, yeah well, I'm not knocking her, but what I'm saying is then you get somebody she defi- new definitely to definitely hasn't comes in.
2: been doing it as long.
0: Well, and But I'm, her skill set, you watch her get better and better year mm-hmm. over year as she's learned how to judge better. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing I'm saying is that you got to look at the longevity and say, hey, am I willing to to, to, to play catch-up for the next eight to ten years to get to where I need to be? And every single
2: – and I I used to judge a little bit. Granted, I say I used to judge. I used to – Try. Try to judge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and it wasn't that hard being a 12-year-old that could pull 60 pounds and win at a 3D tournament because <laughs> I didn't have to judge. I'm going up to 30, 40 yards. One right. pin. <laughs> but, I mean, being able to learn how to do it and the, think about the amount of time that you know, myself or Jason or somebody else puts into their bow and just shooting their bow to get better at hitting shooting. what they're aiming at. Right. You got to put every bit as much or more, probably more, you know, especially coming out of the gate into learning how to look at something and figure out how far it is. How far it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. It's, cra- it's, a, it's a crazy skill set for sure. I mean, and it's, I just thought it was odd because there's that, always that topic of discussion. Cause like even women's known 50 this year. You know, it will be for all intents and purposes a women's known pro class, right? Essentially, um, most of the girls are, you know, the Paige and the Toy and the Lindas of the world are going to shoot that class, um, and hopefully it'll end up gravitating to a women's known pro class because I think it needs to happen big time. But yeah, I, I never understood because I'm a manufacturer. I'm going to look at where I'm, all of my archers at where are the numbers at? And that's who I'm putting my money behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never understood. And I think, you know, I've heard a lot of rumors about there's one manufacturer that controls it and, uh, and they're controlling where the monies are going in the unknown pro division. And I just, for me, I always thought it was weird because it's the same guys week in and week out that, that doesn't add for parody, It doesn't add for, um, for excitement in, in the viewership because you've got these same two to three guys winning mm-hmm. day in and day out. Every once in a while, somebody will have a get hot and, and win one. But you have the true parity and the true, you know, you just I never mean, know who's going to come out of the box and who's. There's shooting, definitely you know.
2: more now. Okay, you you know, we talked about bumping distances up and stuff. Now, yeah. I think in the event we go to an all known thing, like like I said, I think there's better, uh, better venues for that longer distance with known yardage stuff. I that OPA style course that year that I shot and made the shoot down, that was the most competitive course I've ever shot. And a lot, really the most fun I've had shooting a competitive course. Right, right. Because there was a good mix between like, holy shit, this target's a hundred yards away. <laughs> and, yeah. okay, this one's a 45, 50 yard, this thing, that thing, the other thing. and But, it, you know, straight up or straight down, off a side hill, however you want to do it. Right. But there's a dot there that I can still aim at, but it's, I mean, it's a one inch dot. It's not like just because you can see it, you can hit it, right? (laughs) Like, you know, it's a little different when we're shooting at, you know, fifty yards, and especially with how good lenses and stuff are now with a fifty yard max. I mean, I can, in perfect lighting, I can stand at fifty yards and see what see the rings, see the rings. through my scope. You shooting a six power? Mm hmm. I run a six with a number two. Luckily, my eyes suck enough from building (laughs) strings at two feet. I can still see my (laughs)
0: pin. Oh Lordy! That's hilarious no, but uh, yeah it's it'll be interesting to see where the sport goes in the future i mean it's it's uh um I don't know, I think we're due for some change though my opinion I, I think, mean, I'm
2: sure we'll get some here in the next three to five years, yeah, you know, between known divisions becoming as popular as they are uh you know and a new acquisition by uh what's his name that works at Lancaster that bought. Yeah. Bought into Bought ASA. ASA. yeah. So i
0: I think I heard it was a split purchase. It's not really they, I, don't, they don't own all of it.
2: I don't know what the what the dealio is with that. Yeah, I, I had heard I'm through not the grapevine on that, but that
0: Mike still there's a there's a percentage split there, and I don't mm-hmm. know what that is. But they didn't buy buy I the mean, whole thing. Anytime
2: you add another brain to a think box, yeah. like shit's gonna change. Shit, should, yeah. so Stuff there's gonna be better. more ideas coming in. Ideas that are there already that are gonna get challenged.
0: So, did you like the bonus ring 12 at Lancaster? I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I think I
2: actually heard from Jared Go- or, uh, yeah, Goff, the guy from TAC Mm-hmm. I heard from him first, and Nick ended up actually doing it in the shoot down, but he's like, oh, shit, dude. I just moved my sight. Aim at the center. That's what Kyle – or that's what uh, Cappers was doing all weekend. That's what Nick was doing. So they were aiming –
0: X. So he'd still
2: aim. He, It'd yeah. just cut two His, yards. I was shooting with Paige and Tate and we were all, you know, a couple, couple shots were aiming like seven, eight line and being like, holy shit, this thing's hard. Like, obviously hard I can't see it. So we not we're not shooting at a target with it on there, but I wouldn't be able to see it anyways with the size of my dot. And I'm like, God damn, this thing's hard to, it's like hard to point down there. I always want to gravitate back up towards center. The amount of like eight, nine liners I shot trying to do it was crazy. And Goff was like, dude, just, just move your sight. He's like, I just take like seven yards off my sight and I hit right where I'm aiming. Or <laughs> hit, I hit right on it. Right on, yeah. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, man. Just move your sight up. <laughs> Shit, that's a good idea. And ended up, Nick. That's what Nick did to win the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> because you notice every time he'd shoot his first two arrows, and if he was going for it, he'd reach up and start spinning the sight. He's just moving his sight up and aiming center center eleven. Oh, damn. That's a good idea, actually.
0: Because there's no way, there's not a pin made that's small enough to see that no. dot. You it's, can't see it's,
2: it. I mean, it's, I think it was about the size of an X ring, maybe slightly smaller. I slightly. I think it was I a don't dime, what, wasn't it? What I heard it was. Dime. I know you could fit a 27 series inside out on it. If you wanted to. But, but that's it. I don't know exactly what it was. I haven't looked at it. But as it's far it. as I know, it's about the size of an X ring. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, exterior
2: so, line on it, anyways. Yeah,
0: but I thought that was good for the sport. That is some. I thought it was cool. It made for some good TV. That for sure. Yeah, in the so, shootoffs,
2: I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I thought Nick going for twelve to beat Jacob outright instead of shooting the eleven for the tie was like one of the most savage things I've ever seen in a yeah, shootoff, exactly, from an archery well, perspective. <laughs> and then
0: you had then you had cousins come out and try to do it right like a round, just like right to out. make a statement. <laughs> and hey, risk-reward, <laughs> you know. Some say that he blew it right there because Dave was shooting really good that week. I mean,
2: yeah, but I, he knew that Nick was hit. I don't know that Nick missed one.
0: He I mean, missed an X or 10? Missed a missed a 12. No, he didn't miss a 12. He hit everyone he aimed at. Well, aimed at. looked, Shot at. Shot at, <laughs> if you want to call it. Yeah, that's wild. Well, and I, I always, have always said that that uh, indoor archery needs something like that because you yeah. got to, you know. It's so boring. Well, because if you make a mistake, there's no way to get back in. Like, you know, we were talking a minute ago. it's uh, It becomes expensive practice. Yeah. And I just you think that it's. You to be perfect. Yeah. You've got to be perfect. And that's what, I don't know. I mean, just on any, on any given Sunday, I mean, the, the, the requirement to be perfect is just mind-numbing. And um, and it's hard. I mean, I granted, the guys that do it, Hats off to him, man! You, you—they've got some mental toughness that just is—it's—it's it's mind-boggling to think because I'm—I'm just not even close to being there. I can't costume on something that long.
2: Update: I did look it up. There were thirty-four eight-ninety-nines, including Steph.
0: That's
2: a lot. So, so that from puts first to fifty-seventh. Fifty-seven, yeah. That's there crazy. was thirty-four points dropped wow. in that class, including the shoot-off.
0: Including the guys making the sheet off. Right, 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 right. Wow. That's a lot. But, you know, that's the thing. Well, going back to that, that's why I loved... I've always said 3D is just a better game because I think the game's made for TV. Um, and I think we don't get enough credit for that because I don't think we've had the right people to cover it. And I think we do now. With Competition Archer Media, and you, edu- mm-hmm. and you educate the public, it, it's exciting. It can be exciting to watch. And I don't care anymore. I watched the entire finals of... Uh, of Lancaster, mm-hmm. and it was exciting to watch that Nick come from what sixth seed, yeah, just he started m- in the and second. mow yeah, through yeah. the field. <laughs> I, mean, I think
2: I think Tim Gillingham is the only one that he's the only one that started as a seven eight
1: seed and ended up winning ended the, the winning, tournament.
2: Yeah, he's the only one that shot every match, but Nick's the next closest, right?
1: But that was just fun watching him yeah. with his equipment. Watching Tim. Oh, Tim!
2: Oh, Inspector Gadget! Up there. Shooting
1: that that Walker bow. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, he's got the he's got the H bars now. Yeah.
0: Dual front bars. Bro's crazy, dude. <laughs> no, I mean he's crazy. <laughs> but it got he, you gotta got a love The he jump.
2: Innovation requires change. God,
0: when I seen those two lives, I died. <laughs> and then it was a archery letdown. Put tennis balls on the end of them, you know, superimposed them, and said it was Tim's new Walker <laughs> as he ages. <laughs> And he shoots it too, which is hilarious. <laughs> oh Lord, that guy's! I got yeah. some tinkering to do. Yeah, no kidding. You think you can tinker until you
1: see him. He, I mean, he has tried it all. I mean, it's just—it's it's hilarious. I need to get Pat on the phone right now. Yeah, I'm about to start building some stuff. Build I'm going to run stuff. three front bars in three. a triangle. Yeah, what
0: the hell? Might as well try it. Of course, it's going to happen. Have, well, that's what he did. He put dual V bars in the front with dual V bars in the back. He's got, you know.
2: I mean, it's called, it, and, it's a, it's a upgraded X bar.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, he's taken away the horizontal lean to a bow almost. I mean, in actuality, physics wise, it's not a bad idea. Um, because we're fighting center on the front, V's on the back, which control tilt. Now you've got V's front, V's back. I mean, that controls all the horizontal movement potentially.
1: I don't know. Could work. We should do a show. It looks with, wild. We should do a show with just trying all kinds of random shit. Just
0: random crazy stuff. Yeah, no kidding. Put I'm, your V bar in the front with them and going out like that. Dude, I'm serious. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna get a triangle made.
0: And you put, know, what's crazy, like the contraption bars. the contraption that he made could have been done with two V bars brackets, one on the front, one on the back. Yeah, but you wouldn't have
2: gotten them two feet wide. Correct.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, this is true. He covered social distancing it's, there too. He, dude. he
2: carries a shooting he carries a shooting lane around with him.
1: I mean two <laughs>
0: Seriously, the that front bracket that he made, dude, I think it was like seriously, was it eighteen? Yeah, it's like it's eighteen twenty four yeah. inches wide. It's, it's unbelievable. That bow's got a lot going on. There'll be some guys do it though. You watch. Gillingham did it. I bet you bet you somebody at ASA is gonna show oh, the bow like that. they like, Oh my god, that's the greatest idea ever. Hey Vernon, make me a bar like yeah. that. And <laughs> <laughs> throw some pool noodles on it. No kidding. Something. But anyway, so what we talked about, we're starting off, uh, ASA is kicking off their season in two weeks in Foley, Alabama. Next week. Next week. Next week. It's next week? Yes. Not this weekend, but the following weekend. Correct. Yeah.
1: Two weeks. We depart in nine days. Nine days. Um, You nervous? No. You excited? No, shooting,
0: dude. I'm actually, no, I take it
1: back. I'm shooting a lot
0: now. You're excited. Which is making me nervous because I never shoot this much.
2: Will you come to the oyster bar and eat an oyster?
0: Oh, heck yeah. I love oysters, too. Oh, really? I figured you no. y- you wouldn't eat anything. Raw frank, but... uh, with, with Tabasco and lemon. And... In
2: case this gets released beforehand, I don't want to give away our secret oyster spot. He's, oh, not,
1: no. he's not lying. We pounded a bunch of oysters. At dude, that. I, can, I can smash can a food. crab place. Oh, yeah. dude.
2: Courtney and I went there like two or three times last year, and we would just only order oysters. Oh, yeah. That's Cause all cause I, I would they're super cheap. Do There's like six bucks a dozen.
0: What? They're really? insanely cheap. Normally, they're like 20 bucks a dozen. Yeah. They, no. Dude. We, oh, I would go I there know, and order $20
2: like, worth. Yeah. We went there and ordered like two or three dozen like every time we ate there. Oh, yeah. That's a A $4 I pitcher of beer. Like Heck It's yeah. a great post-round place to <laughs> yeah. eat. Yeah,
1: yeah. Especially because we got all afternoon. Yeah. We're shooting at 9 in the morning on Friday and 7.30 on Saturday. God,
2: that's okay. Let's get Brought into up that. To, that sucks. Why does ASA need six hours... To figure out who shot what score, to figure out where to put them in the shoot off. Yeah, get just put us at nine every day. Do you day. think that's why they do it? No, I don't know why they do it. They do it because they do it because somebody's like, ah, let's make them look into the pearly gates of heaven at full <laughs> draw and see how well they do sons of bitches. <laughs> like I, I just don't get it. Put us it at makes, nine o'clock.
0: No, it really makes no sense. Put us at nine. Just put us at nine both days. I don't know why they don't shoot at like like eleven
2: thirty. Well, we used to do. Two years ago, we did it was like, one, like it? 11 or 1 on the first day. Correct, and then 7.30, and then the, 730 next 30 and the next day. But uh, give us 9 o'clock, give us away. an hour and a half to get over the hangover if we had a bad day, first day. Right. <laughs> an extra hour to sleep in. <laughs> Your scores, you know, our all our scores will be a little bit so, better. We're not going to be staring at the sun. Do you want to hear the
0: sad part of that? I will bet you that it has something to do with marketing and manufacturers wanting you guys in the booths. In yeah, the afternoon hobnobbing with the public. I bet you that's what it is.
2: I guess I get part of that. Because, but think the, about the, it. You, it's an hour and a half change. Yeah, I agree. I've, and you guys should... A, we, a, this is an official start of a lobby. How long to does it take you listens all to, this to put change us at 9 it. o'clock on Saturday?
0: How long does it take you all to shoot a course? Uh, four and a half hours? I'd Five? say,
2: depending on the course, between two and a half and four hours.
0: So, you so you guys are shooting pretty quick compared I mean, to the I mean,
2: we've busted through like the course in Paris. Now, granted, there's less shooters there. It was a short course, but I remember busting through a course in Paris in almost two hours. Yeah, that's hard. Like that's, a little over two hours. Like we were moving. Yeah.
0: You do an amateur course, an amateur known the 40, non 45, known 50 is going to take you five hours yeah. anyway, slice
2: Well, it. and I mean, some of that, A, we've all been there. We know how to score arrows. Yeah, the score arrows, should. right. We've, all got a pretty decent routine say for a few guys you know small handful of guys out on the course but we've all been in that situation so we know yeah. you know we can pick up on a routine pretty quick right
0: hey which brings to to a question because I got to ask this the other day from I think Anderson and those guys were and actually I think me and Aaron were talking about Mcglattery um, how tough do you guys fight for points on your calls pretty brutal
2: I mean I'd punch a baby for a few of them <laughs> I mean I heard it's I feel right. like it's fair, but like for the most part it's I wouldn't say like anybody's necessarily going out there to try and call one out, out to keep somebody from getting points. But like if I see one that's out, like I by all means I want everybody to come in and look at it and try and tell me call why it, it should be in. Right, right. But I wouldn't I mean I've never really like been in a knockdown drag out I heard it get pretty like ugly Levi on. Jeff Brawl before, yeah. but
0: I heard it gets ugly.
2: Yeah. I mean, not that I've experienced. Now I've had one I think like the first year I shot. I don't remember who I was shooting with. But I somebody had one that was I thought was out and I'm like, hey man, I just don't I don't see it. And everybody else called it in and I had the exact same arrow on the next target. And for the first time ever I did the listen, if this guy's arrow's in, like that's bullshit. If you don't call mine in, you guys are being assholes. Yeah. And that's about the only time I've ever had like a quote-unquote negative Negative experience experience, with with arrow column but i i mean we all want to hit every 12 right so like we i mean to me anyways we're all pretty fair right when it comes to arrow calls now there have been ones where i'm like maybe i don't know about that but i've just been outvoted right so that and i learned the proctor trick is just carry like an 8 billion lumen light and it gets rid of every single every single shadow on that target now because you can use an assist the flashlight yeah if you bring like I'm serious you bring like a 2000 watt or 2000 lumen flashlight Mm -hmm. that thing could be like on the core line and because there's no shadow there you can't see the line of the 12 and you're like well it's gotta be going to it (laughs) right I watched Rod used his own uh Proctor call on somebody else's arrow Rod White did really and he's like, "Why?" Well, I guarantee you, I can get that called in. He's like, "God, oh, no way!" He's like, right. and he used his own proctor call on somebody else's arrow and had it called in because he the whoever the proctor was walked up and hit that light. And I mean, he said it was maybe like a sixteenth off. You could kind of see a little ridge. Yeah. And he freaking put that light on there, and it looked like a fucking tractor beam going to the <laughs> arrow. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, so pro tip: now, carry carry a crazy bright flashlight flashlight for
0: you. So you guys, but the new material I
2: heard is getting rid of that. I mean, I would the material we shot last year it was a lot harder. It was not quite as hard as like a Reinhardt target was, right, so it but didn't close. It would still pull like the yeah. old deltas would, to where you know you get a little surface tension on it and it'll flatten out. Yeah, but it not near as much as it was like the two old or three ones. years ago. Yeah, the old ones were two or three years quarter ago, it was, like shooting at. I mean, literally rubber. Yeah, like yeah. you could be quarter, you inch. could be a quarter inch plus <laughs> yeah. out. I've seen it, and it's what's crazy is uh, I remember shooting pro tours at an event, and I pulled more lines with pro tours than I ever did twenty threes. <laughs> yeah, because that arrow was going in so much further, it was grabbing so much more material. Right, right. Now, granted, obviously the arrow shaft wasn't as big, right. but because it was going farther into the target, it was grabbing more Grab material, more material, pull more in. Yeah, I could be farther off
0: and still be grabbing a line. Right, so.
2: But I, I've always it, said
0: the easiest way to get rid of that is to call inner lines. It's just simple. You yeah. Know, if you don't break, we're going to the
2: Then we're going to be in the same boat, just the other way around. Yeah. But I like it because it adds a little funky to it.
0: Oh, it does add some funky to it. Well, I've just seen some bad ones that are quarter inch. Yeah. Out. You know damn I, well they're not. It's not a twelve. If
2: we but. if we shoot the material we shot last year, okay. I think it's a good balance between the two. Because right. you still got to be. I mean, you got to be there. Right. But you're not like grabbing one from. A well, mile away.
0: Did you guys need... Did you find a need for lube on those materials or not? No. You still get them. No. It was just
2: denser foam. Gotcha. I was just curious. Didn't, didn't yank quite as much. So... But, I mean, I will say there was a lot of arrows two years ago that'd be like, oh, yeah, you might be grabbing, you might be grabbing it, and a lot of those you'd end up catching it, and not near as many of those, that type
0: yeah. of arrow So scoring going to be a heck of a lot more. So, I thought it was more
2: consistent because that... Because the biggest issue with the old stuff, if you hit close enough to it to where he probably wouldn't catch it, but it would pull a lot of that material and it would actually flatten the line out so that the little divot where the line is would end up being flush flush. with the foam on the outside of it. And that one, I mean, you can't see the line. So a lot of times those ones would get called in. This This stuff, because it's a lot heavier, a little bit more dense foam, That line doesn't necessarily roll, but there's enough structure to the foam to where if you got the edge of the line here and you hit outside of it, you're not pulling the edge, you know, you're not pulling the corner of that little divot into your arrow. Right. So you're getting a, you know, there'll be a full separation there. Gotcha. Which is why there was less of those close ones getting called in. Gotcha. At least on the course. Now, everybody wants to talk shit about the the guys calling arrows during shoot-offs, but Yeah.
0: But that's it, a wild dude, one. stuff
2: looks different it on looks a on camera, camera. Oh versus gosh. what it looks like when you're looking at it. Yeah, because do,
0: do you really think that happens? I mean, because there is a lot of people questioning that they've got their favorites, and they'll call certain arrows in and out. I don't see that. I think it's, that's there's, there's there's too much to lose there as an organization to do that.
2: I, I, I guess I don't believe that that happens. No, I don't either. I think. I think was a lot it last of year? benefit of the doubt goes to the shooter.
0: Yeah. Was it last it, year that somebody shot that heavy and it looked like from the camera angle, was it, heavy? The, it wasn't the, even close? The first one that jumps
2: into my brain is uh, Gomez shooting at a 14 like three years ago. He had one. And I mean, it, on the, the, the camera angle of it looked like he was a half inch underneath it. Right. And it got called in. Yeah. But I mean, it... Arrows look different when you're standing in front of them and looking at them than when Straight from you're right. on the side, correct? Coming from a, and with a camera that half the yeah. time looks like it's being filmed with a potato, yeah. yeah. Like I shit agree. changes, lighting, all that stuff, and I mean, hell, even indoors. Dan Dan posted a picture of his arrow being out on the live feed in his little post post Vegas post, yeah. And there's like a hundred comments on that picture, like just that picture, not even the. Not even the that, actual yeah. post, like right, that picture, right. everybody saying like, oh my God, Dan got cheated, this, that, the other thing. Yeah. And finally, Chris Webb, I think not Chris Webb, uh, Chris White posted the secondary angle, the little GoPro pointing up at it. And it's like a half shaft pen. <laughs> right. So you can. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, Cameras, me, I camera know. angles are extremely deceiving.
0: Compared to what you're looking at with a naked yeah. eye.
2: I ain't saying like, trust a judge every time. I had I had the last shoot off I made at indoor nationals. I had one that I'm like, okay, good, I caught it. And then I heard every judge turn around to the score and go like four, and it got called out. So, yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not saying trust the judges every time. Just know it looks completely different, right? When you're staring at it with a flashlight, you know, and it's eight inches in front of your face as opposed to. Looking on a camera, looking on your phone, driving 80 miles an hour down the interstate, wondering who won the shoot-off.
0: <laughs> right. And the, ca- and the camera's two feet from the target. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. Very true. That but that was, I know last year, there was a lot of people talking about that. The judges on the shoot-offs, given point, but I, I, don't I don't see that. I, I, don't, think. Think I don't think
2: it's a given situation.
0: Now, yeah. could there Too be ones alone.
2: where it's like, ah, like I, I can't. Well, can't necessarily call them, but I can't call, call it out, out so they give the benefit of the doubt to the shooter. And which I will tell you, like, I think is
0: the way to go personally. But I and I will tell you that there are. I, I'll tell you now. I mean, I umpired baseball forever um, growing up because my kid played ball a lot and I wanted to be involved. So, you know, I turned into a plate umpire, and I'll tell you now, I'm a I'm a pitcher's umpire, no doubt about it. Yeah. He he hits his spots and does what he's supposed to do. I'm going to give him the calls, and I'm the same way in archery. I I'm a I'm a shooter's caller. Yeah. I mean, you got to give me it's got to well, be glaringly out for me to call you out. Right. And, and 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 I think you know tie goes to the runner type thing. I think the sport. ASA,
2: I mean <clears throat> I think the ASA Proctor calls do a much better job of trying to find a way to get the arrow in. Yeah. Whereas uh, not all obviously not all the judges in, you know, USA and NFAA. Oh, I agree. But I, know I think know. a hilarious amount Look, they, when somebody asks for an arrow call, they walk down and are trying to look and find find a way to call that arrow out 100%. as opposed to no trying doubt. to call it in, which it's, is probably why, you know, we see these shoot off arrows in the ASA and like, holy shit, how the hell did that get called yeah, in? Yeah.
0: And how the hell did that get called out in the NFA stuff? But But let me ask you a question. I think that some of that is also centered around these judges that I see, at least in USA, especially. They're not even archers. Well, they're 80 years old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I agree. I, they don't shoot bows. If they have, they've probably shot longbow class in the 1950s. And yeah, they're old fellas. And I, I could not agree more. They, I bet if you did a study of how many arrows they call, what the percentages they call out versus how many they call in, I bet that study would be glaringly on the other side. I think. Be oh, bad. like more out than 100%. Man.
2: I don't know. I've just Jason's seen. Jason is shaking his head. He knows. I, I know. I mean, Jason and I know on the world archery side of stuff. That one changes whether you're on the recurve or the compound side of the field too. Yeah. Especially for us because we've got stars and stripes on our
0: jersey. Yeah, that, that didn't that put a target on your back right away? Oh, oh yeah. dude. I, I, yeah, I. I think
2: I told this story, Et- a week or two ago. But like, I remember shooting at a World Cup and like we had the slightest different shade of blue for shorts from the women did yeah and we got pegged for uniform violation yeah or we got pegged for that while i was watching the mixed team event and i think it's like brady and it or uh braden and erica or rio and erica or somebody were shooting against the iranian team he had the male shooter had a blue jersey on girl shooter had a pink jersey on and the coach she was wearing he was wearing pants she was wearing a skirt or she was wearing I think maybe they both had pants. One of them had stripes and the coach was wearing chunkless sandals. And I'm like, you guys aren't gonna like do anything Flag about in. that? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: And we're getting pegged for having like different shades. One <laughs> shade different of blue on the shorts because Under Armour didn't offer a different you, you, shade. You would have
0: had an elegant mannequin. That's why. Pretty much. Yeah, it sucks. Guys, that's that's crazy. Well, um, man, good luck to everybody if you're out there shooting. Uh because the tournament season is going to kick off and this is going to be a wild one this year. There's a lot of organizations shooting all over the map. I think, um, and it sounds like the, 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 they had a lot of shooters at Vegas this year. Over,
2: th- they? they,
0: they got over 3,000. Over 3,000. So, and it sounds like Foley, from all intents and purposes, is going to be packed. It always is. Um, and I think the tournament venues are just going to be, I think they're going to see exponential growth this year. I really do. It should be good this year. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think it's going to be crazy. There's a lot of tournaments out there between IBO and NFAA, USA, and uh, World Archery. And then, of course, ASA, I think there's just a lot of tournaments. You're going to see a lot of overlap.
1: and People are ready to get back out and shoot. Yeah, people,
0: I think, are ready to get back outside and shoot. They're tired of being, you know, indoors and then have to. And the COVID controversy, I think, is just dying off completely. Um, I don't think we're going to have to deal with that, I hope. Still around. Well, poll numbers are growing down, so. It... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they better fix that. So yeah, I I think it's gonna be a good year, good normal season, I hope, and uh we'll get back to a, to just normal archery for sure. I know we're excited. You're uh you're shooting all ASA. You got indoor nationals left. And yeah, I'll do all do the OPA. All do you have you heard where OPA is yet this year? I if they're going on to
2: do it? I don't know anything about it, if they have
0: posted anything, but and yeah, you uh, if I'm not mistaken, you're not gonna shoot a, a USA archery event this year? No?
2: I'll shoot I'll shoot the Texas State Indoor one. Because it's close. Because, yeah, it's over in Houston. I can win 2500 bucks. Right.
0: So gotcha. beyond that, I'd probably not. But Jason, I don't think you're going to do either. Just 3D?
1: Uh, so far. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what else is out there. I might go to Yankton again this year. That was, that was fun.
0: There's no money in that tournament,
1: though, is there? I mean... If you're shooting...
0: Well, the First Dakota is technically
2: yeah. flights division, just like Vegas is. Really? Mm-hmm. So
0: you can make a little bit of coin. A little bit of coin?
1: Yeah, I made my entry feedback last year, so... Oh, that's good. That was cool.
0: So you got to go on a good little archery vacation.
1: Yeah, I got to go see the cows. <laughs> yeah, in There ain't in a, South whole lot
2: to, in a whole lot to see in South Dakota, there, friend.
1: But no. No I, no. I was supposed to go walleye fishing, but then I decided to sleep. What's more important? Yeah. <laughs> So you made a mistake there, because if you had caught like about
0: a dozen walleyes and brought them home frozen, then you, then you would have got, been in heaven. Yeah, the, the after best he paid his fish on planet Earth.
2: After he paid his fine, it's a five-day or five-fish limit. Oh, it is per day. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that
0: in, in catch a Dakota,
2: of, in damn near every state. Hell, are it really? changes like lake to lake. Five per day. Like
0: Lake Erie, we caught.
2: Do you, are you sure you won't, yeah. like, are? We beyond the statute of limitations here. I don't know. Okay, I'll just shut up then.
0: We used to, <laughs> most buy, states we used to are, buy them a lot too, though, because guys would yeah. catch them and then we could buy the fillets, frozen. Okay.
2: Most states are five. <clears throat> some are three. Wow! Catch a mm, bunch of walleye and then
1: use them for bait to catch better fish. No,
0: you are crazy. That fish is like the nectar of the gods of freshwater, bro. God, this stuff's That's only best freshwater. I haven't eaten there. a walleye in like, God, it's been twenty years. I had a. You were supposed to go home and bring some home, I think, Bonehead. You didn't do it. Iowa boy. Sorry, it's hard to figure out a way to bring frozen (laughs) fish twenty
2: hours south. (laughs) What's it called? Dry ice (laughs) in a cooler.
1: I did have a a walleye fish and chips platter. That was ridiculous. Did you go to Culver's and get the fish and chips? No, no, no. It was uh, (laughs) It was in that little town that we were staying out in South Dakota. I forget what it was called. Um, Oh, just Vermillion. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There was this little. So they were serving walleye. Oh yeah. It was it, so it's good.
2: It's farm raised
0: walleye. Yeah, it's not still. as good. It's, I mean it's still pretty damn good. Yeah. But. Flaky, solid, mm-hmm. non fish smelling, tasty. It's just stuff. But anyhow, well folks, if we heard, hopefully you guys are getting out there and shooting this year. If not, got to get out there and try it. We got a lot of people. And then oh the other the big one, I'm I do not want to get into this really, but like uh, total archery challenge opened up a lot of their uh, mm-hmm. the registrations. And I don't know if you guys heard about that fiasco. I don't know. If, I felt I don't bad. Think I got it. no. It was bad. So they opened. They decided to open Tennessee and Texas at the same time. Oh, their website and crashed the server crashed. in like thirty-five minutes. And what's funny? The rumor is this company that that did it this year says, "Oh yeah, we, we're, we're the best. We we've handled Justin Bieber concerts and Christina Aguilera concerts. Nobody no goes worries. to those anymore." <laughs> exactly. They <Justin> crashed Beaver. <laughs> literally crashed that server in thirty-five minutes. And I tell you. What's bad is a lot of our staff here and our people that have been going to this tournament religiously year after year got screwed because they did the 9 o'clock registration, 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. I know Anderson is one of them, and he uh, he got blocked out and couldn't get back in to register. And then when they reopened it at 4, it was filled did out. They, well, they couldn't tell who had registered and who hadn't. Oh, he, he had to okay. through everything, even to the payment portal when he hit enter, it blocked him out. So he didn't know if he, you know, when he went to go check back in, all the times that he had put in for, they were gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was, it was crazy. And I, I mean, I'm going to tell you, and maybe, I don't know if they ever, if anyone is working there or listening to this, I'll tell you what's getting bad. The rumor is, and I don't, I'm not substantiating this, so it's not a, I'm not going to, you know, say this is fact. But when they went, when people went on to sign on at 9 a.m., there were already 700 plus archers pre-registered. Kind of like what USA Archery does. You know how USA Archery has their little <laughs> click of people? They're, pre- yeah. re- they're pre-pre-registration. Mm-hmm. Then you get there and there are like 20 spots left. Um, you know, But but it makes sense because you think about who their title sponsors are now. Black Rifle, PSE. Those are mm-hmm. two big ones. Those are two very big companies. Like when Prime was their title sponsor, I can tell you there are only like 18 people in the entire company at Prime. So that's 18 tickets. If they get two tickets per person, there's 26. Well, now all of a sudden there was 700 pre pre registers, and you know what sucks in a, a venue like Texas, which only holds about 12 to 1300 mm-hmm. shooters. There's not a lot of room left. Yeah, and I, I think that they need to look at. I would give personally. We had a long discussion about this the other night. Returning archers that shot the year before get preferential, rec- you know, mm-hmm. scheduling um, opportunities. And or if you live in the home state of the of the of the, oh, the of the event of the event and and not take so many out now
2: I wouldn't even say that I, I just think pre pass shooters should pass shooters yeah. would be a good yeah
0: because yeah it's 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 from it. It, total archery challenge is getting stupid popular I mean to the point that we were talking it's a different genre of archer now you've got mm-hmm. target archers you've got indoor guys you've got hunters and now you've got tack guys who are all camoed out with their backpacks and wearing their tactical their, archers their kafaru packs and yeah it's hilarious i mean but i've never
2: it, been sheep hunting
0: but if i did is I this is what i'd wear oh no dude they are decked out Archery. You've, you've I never remember you've never seen so much camo in I've, one place in your life i call them the archery operators yeah
2: <laughs> exactly much. i remember going to to the I one big sky. I mean, it was a blast. Oh, it's probably so much the most fun I've had shooting my bow. But
0: you know what's sad is, and I've heard this common theme now from a lot of our customers, even who are religiously going to tack. But they, you know, once again, Sean DeGray, if you're listening, or if you happen to hear, um, the registration process is getting to the point that they, it's taken away the fun of the event. I mean, just trying. Oh, try kind to of get. You know, ahead. it's kind of like I'm not going to sit in front of my computer, enter, 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 to go watch. Justin Bieber, I'll, I'll, or to go watch a football game, I'll just sit at home and watch it on TV on Sunday,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. And a lot of the guys are even, and people are saying, you know, this is getting to be so ridiculous to the point that it's taken away from the actual fun of the shoot. You know, it used to be you could walk up there, and, and it, but that's growth. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. You could walk up and just register and go shoot the course, you know. It's, it's uh, total archery challenges at making money in that, in that regard when you're doing that. But when they sell out in an hour, hour and a half, they're making good money that's what the I hate to say it, but that's what all businesses are open for: make money. So, but yeah, TAC is coming up and it's getting crazy for Total Archery Challenge. If you haven't shot one of those events, they're a blast. If you can, you know, stomach the registration process, it is an absolute kick in the butt. Um, a lot of fun, a lot of good vendors there at those shows, and you um, know, we're getting busy. We've gotten more TAC arrow orders. And you can shake a stick at right now. So, anyhow, anything else, Jaybird? Yeah. No, we can uh, circle back next week after we get back, yeah, that'll be a fun one. <laughs> See how many arrows I break. I'm not breaking any, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a copter, I will so I
1: run be a you over. No, Bad I'm chance. not, i to be a good
0: boy. I'm not doing it.
1: Tell you what, if you get angry, we're gonna find a way to stuff some fried mullet down your throat. <laughs> you find, oh, yeah, that fried place. bait.
2: Hey, man, it just tastes like fish. I It's bait. Destin had it. Doesn't matter. You said earlier. I tried it, dude. They sold out. Destin got the last plate. That's just
1: gross. Not more than an hour and a half ago. What did he say, Brayden? I'm not the pickiest eater ever. (laughs) Well, well, I'm not picky. I don't like. Okay, so I don't don't like organs, and I definitely
0: don't like eating bait. I mean, you eat bass. Bass is not bait. Perch game fish. That's not bait. Don't call a bait. bait.
2: Okay, you Texans, I all Southerners <laughs> desecrate the name of a perch. Okay, yeah. there those is, are here is different there's than there's what an, you guys did. There, yeah, there's perch, an actual perch. Perch okay. are fantastic eating fish. Amazing. Probably second to walleye. Very, very good. Yeah. Okay. What you guys call perch are or bluegill, or bluegill or sunfish. <laughs> yeah. I'll eat those. Crack shellcrackers. But shell they, yes, I mean if. Wait, you'll eat a bluegill?
0: Well, oh yeah, they're amazing. But you won't yeah. eat mullet? That's not. <laughs> Bluegill is just I've eaten bluegill. Or mullet, not, yeah bass mullet's bass just
2: man. a saltwater bluegill. Yeah, this is true. It it tastes it tastes like I'm eating bluegill yeah. or cropping. So I get a like, feeling it would be like, like really fried fish.
1: really mushy and No. And no. That was not, fine. Not, depends, on the, depends on who cooks it and how. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Well, maybe I'll try it.
2: So. Hey, man, it's 8 bucks. You can get all you can eat. Really? It was $8. That's sold. Yeah. Yeah, Y'all, sold. Get
0: you get get you an Alabama hot dog. <laughs> an Alabama hot dog.
2: Chase it down with some boiled Dude, peanuts. they they yeah. love that stuff there. I mean, they we got there Dude. like I don't know. We got to that restaurant at what time was that? Maybe like I don't know six thirty. Yeah, and it was maybe six forty five or so. By the time we by the time we uh, <coughs> ordered, and like they literally sold out. Destin got the last plate. That's crazy.
0: Well, there's little Mola huts Hawaii. on the side
1: of the road, all Highway ninety eight going oh, from yeah, Pensacola yeah. all the way down to Saint George Mola Island huts. stuff. Yeah. That's crazy. Mullet and bold peanuts. That's crazy. Anyway, it'll be fun. We'll see you guys yes, out there. We'll
0: see you guys. Hopefully, we'll see you out there. And if, uh, come by and say hi. And if
1: not, we will do a wrap-up show and talk Maybe about we'll that. Maybe we'll do a, a little sure. mobile. You know, we talked about doing Yeah, That, that we'll, would actually be kind of we'll cool. We'll do a little cast out there. Yeah,
0: because I could get some people to talk about how crazy, how
1: awesome. it Guys want to watch me break an arrow? Yeah, let's go.
0: <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you very much for listening, as always. Give us a call or give us, get in contact with us if you've got some content. and We're going to try to keep, keep things rolling. Let us know. Take care.